0: What is up? Welcome back to Be Unexpected with Wyatt and Jake. Like well, today, we are talking with Jake. We're interviewing Jake and learning about what it was like for him in his athletic career and the successes he had, but also the adversity he faced and injuries. And I'm just excited to get to know like your athletic career, Jake. Because I mean, you're a pretty humble guy, but I think you were like one of the best athletes in your class. And in school, when we were growing up,
1: yeah, I uh, I enjoyed uh, football and basketball and growing up. And I was always bigger than everyone when uh, in like JC football or flag football or YMCA basketball. So I will say, when I was younger and in leading up, it was fun, a lot of fun because I could dominate everyone. Because I remember in JC football, the, there was a weight limit; you had to wear the red red uh, tape and i was like two pounds below it so that was a fun part of being athletics just being bigger than everyone we we're a little yeah i remember like, you didn't did you play like running back right away oh uh, yeah i don't think i ever played offense alignment or like, center or anything i always was either was, i think we played wing back or, or wide receiver
0: okay because yeah. i just remember like people saying like yeah like jake burns lays up Big kid and he's carrying <laughs> the
1: ball and stuff. Yeah. And it's
0: like if you were big and you didn't have to play line, then it's like, oh, we're just going to make yeah.
1: that guy a running back. <laughs> yeah. And then as a fourth, fifth grade, sixth grade, you know, you just, you don't really have to have a super lot of technique. What do you do? You just run everyone over. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like we never, I don't think, no one really threw the ball. Like, yeah. You may threw like five to six passes, but it was always like, just put your best two players in the backfield and hand them the
1: ball. Yeah. Exactly. And,
0: like in basketball, did you play center then because you were bigger?
1: Yeah, I think I played center, uh, forward or center. But, yeah, I was always for the five. So, you know, you got the one, two, three, four, and five. So, I was yeah. always the five in marksman um, in YMCA basketball. And then I played night hoops, too, uh, for oh, with yeah. Bergen, oh, yeah, the Catholic that. school. Yeah. So, I remember, like, Hunter and Corby and I, we played marksman and we played night hoops, which – now looking at it, I don't know why they let us do it both. <laughs> You're playing for yeah. Fremont and Bergen, but yeah, I remember West playing night hoops, and like they played in the YMCA
0: league, mm-hmm. but they like killed everybody. Yeah, and it was like why are why are they playing in the YMCA league? Yeah, these guys are like the best of the best, and like I was on a different team, but we were like mediocre. Yeah, and yeah, I
1: just remember that. And we would go to like West Point, uh, Sioux City, um, Norfolk—just not your like Omaha, Sioux Falls, Kansas City kind of things. It was just smaller schools tournaments, so it was kind of fun.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and we were on a base. We played baseball because we were on a team together.
1: Yep. I remember Fremont yeah. Lock and Key. I think for Parks and Rec baseball. Yeah, remember people got mad at us because we would blow teams yeah. out. Dude, we were so good. I remember, like, Jay Ser and and, um, like, me, you, I think, like Elliot and Court. Like, we were so good. We would – and it was Parks and Rec, too. So, we would just dominate, run rule everyone. And yep. the parents of the other teams weren't happy. Like, this is Rec League. Like, oh, we're just kicking your butt.
0: Yeah. And our coach even told us, like, don't score right away. Otherwise, we get to play a short game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Do you guys like, want to play the whole game? Well, take it easy. I remember, like uh... – I think the parents got mad at, like, our parents got mad at us. We it looked like we weren't trying right. at all, but it was right. like our coach told us, like, not to, so we could play the whole game. Cause it was like, exactly. Yeah. You 10 run them. You were done by the fifth inning or something. Yeah. And yeah, so okay. that but, was, yeah, fun. that was, but you never were a big fan of baseball, right? Like, yeah. That was so it for you, right?
1: Yeah. That was it for it was baseball, like Parks and Rec. That's as far as it went. I think the last year is maybe fifth grade. And then it was just uh, basketball and football from there. So I never really got into baseball.
0: Yeah. Did your parents ever just put you like in a random sport just so that you could do something like, you know, like in your five, you play soccer or whatever?
1: Yeah, I think I remember right. And I don't know if you or Russ were a wrestler involved. I did soccer at the YMCA indoors okay. when I was younger, but they never I don't know. It's probably because my dad didn't like he wasn't a huge soccer fan. Uh-huh. It was probably just something that they could go to and see other parents and get out of the house. But yeah, it was soccer. And then that was the last time I played soccer.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's kind of the thing to do. They just put them in soccer so they yeah. see what athletics is like. Yeah. And they either like it or they don't. Yeah, I
1: mean, and it's an excuse for the parents to get out and see other parents other than just changing diapers and wiping butts and stuff. Yeah. It's social. and I mean, like, yeah. they're just going to put you in this so I can talk to my friends. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> but, have someone
1: else babysitter watch you for an hour.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So – you got into like football and basketball and would you say football was kind of the more dominant sport that you liked like you liked football the most or basketball
1: yeah I think the reason I liked football the most is because um yeah it was just more of a I'd enjoyed the more of the contact sport growing up and like we said earlier I was bigger than everyone so it was it's more fun in football like and bigger and basketball matters too but when you're bigger in football when you're younger you can literally just dominate like I said so and a lot of more of my friends uh, a lot of more a lot more people played football and it was just a the football environment was just cool growing up you know I loved going to Husker games on Saturdays mm-hmm. and then playing JC football on Sundays and so just probably the being a Husker football fan is the reason why growing up it was mostly all right got the big Husker game on Saturday and then JC football on Sunday oh well, let's go we go to church and then after church, you got lunch. And then in the afternoon, you got JC football. So that was probably it.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I remember, like, there was always just the three times. You play like, yep. 12, three, or four or something like that. Yeah, there were three yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. And so that was always really fun.
1: Yeah, uh, that was.
0: Is there a player you really looked up to on the Nebraska team or in the NFL that you tried to, like, kind of uh, get your game after, like, watch their film or whatever?
1: Yeah, I was just for Nebraska. I'm trying to think. I, are the first like well, remembrance of Husker football of me was like Eric Crouch and and Joe Daly and, and then like Fabian Washington and Corey Ross. But then when I really was a little older, I think I was probably like late elementary, early middle school. Was like Joe Gans and Nate Swift and like yes. Maurice Purify and those guys. So I just loved watching them and. I just loved watching Joe Gans because he was your not your stereotypical quarterback. He was like five eleven, just not super athletic, but could sling it. So probably I'd say Joe Gans and those guys. Joe Gans and Zach Taylor was good. Zach Taylor, yeah, that those. Trying to think, and then you know, leading up into the Roy Hallou and Taylor Martinez, but more of like when I was younger, I'd probably say Eric Crouch and those guys.
0: Yeah, definitely. Eric
1: Crouch was. Yeah, have you when you look up Eric Crouch's like like highlights, most of it's like running. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun to watch. Like Nebraska, he's not a core because he could. I remember there's that one play where didn't he flip it out and then he went and, and caught a pass. Yeah, yeah. But then, um, yeah, they're mostly running highlights. There's not. I mean, he could throw it, but not. He's more of a good runner. Yeah,
0: I mean, he was. I mean, he won the Heisman, like you said, and then.
1: Yeah. Um, the other
0: good ones obviously, like Tommy Frazier and yeah, all those guys, like just watching. I think like too, like your dad probably you watch the games with your dad all the time when you're yeah. Really young. Uh, yeah, I think just like your dad getting in to, yeah. like you want to be like your dad when you're growing up and yeah. Well, I like football too. Yeah. Nebraska. But I liked uh did you like uh was it Marlou or you know Lucky? That oh Marlon is.
1: Lucky, yeah. Marlon, yeah. I uh I really liked him. I had a a jersey, you know, those ones at Walmart that you can mm-hmm. get the number, but you don't really, they not say anything on the back. So when I was little, I got the number five and then with permanent marker, my great handwriting, I wrote lucky on the back. Oh, that's awesome. I wish I had it. It's a white jersey. I don't know. My, my mom has it, but I remember oh, yeah. that. Yeah, dude. I remember he even switched his number because he was
0: like 21 year and then he switched to five. Yeah. But I just remember. That's right. Him yeah. And Zach Taylor, I, they, those were good, but, um. Yeah, I mean, uh, growing up, you had Nebraska football. And then did you have a favorite basketball team growing up?
1: Uh, I would probably say I enjoyed, like, college athletics. So I enjoyed going to those Nebraska basketball games at the Devaney. I was there when they beat Texas, when Texas was number one. Um, And seeing all those guys, I remember, like, Lance Cheater, Cookie Miller for Nebraska basketball. But in the NBA-wise, I was a – well, I am – Still a uh, Dwayne Wade, uh, the Heat. So I like the Heat. I will claim I liked the Heat before LeBron and Chris Bosch came. So I like yeah, the Heat Dwayne when Wade they had came, right? Dwayne Wade. So. Um, was it Alonzo Mourning? Yeah. Um, and those guys, but I still followed him when LeBron came. But I'm going to come out and say I was a Le- Dwayne Wade Heat fan before LeBron came. Did you
0: still for the Heat when LeBron came? I mean, yeah,
1: I, mean- I did. But I wasn't like, um, yeah, so when they won, I was like, oh, so awesome. But I still did root for him. Yeah.
0: I mean, Wade's still on the team. Yeah. like,
1: When they, um, especially as Wade got older, you know, he wasn't the same player. But when his early years, when they called him, was it Flash? Yeah. Yeah. Coming out of Marquette. So he was so fun to watch.
0: Oh, my gosh. Like, he would make, like, some shots, like. He just would cross have court and then just let it go. And he's like mm-hmm. I just remember that being a buzzer beater one time. It was like Yeah. watch
1: Yeah. Yeah. So he was kind of that first like big player um for me to see grow up and now you have so many people players from Clinton, that stuff. Yeah. Um did you watch the
0: uh thirty for thirty that came out on him when it came out? It's huh? Like, I don't know. Oh, think you've I never have. seen it? There's a thirty for so. thirty just on Dwayne Wade.
1: Really? You gotta watch it. Huh? But, Is it uh, him? His transition from like high school to college, college to NBA? Yeah, it's like his whole life because he grew oh. up in um, Chicago. Yeah, that's and right. And
0: he struggles through his life, and yeah, like he was like, uh, I think academically ineligible the first year of college or something. He yeah.
1: Did he go four years at Marquette? Huh? I think three.
0: Three. He went three because after the year they made the final four, then he went. That's again. right. Yep. So yeah. yeah. So but. uh, so you got Dwayne Wade as your favorite Nebraska football. What was your ultimate like sports dream when growing mm-hmm. up? Like, like college. Like, here's where I want to go to play college ball, and then here's like I I'm gonna go pro because you know we all have like when you're in elementary school you don't think you're not gonna go to the yeah. like like to the pros. So
1: yeah, what was your like dream? Yeah, I think you when you're in elementary school, I don't think there's anything that's you're just thinking. Oh, I'm not gonna play in college or I'm not going to go to the NFL but when I was younger kind of going back to what I said I always and I always just thought you could just go to Nebraska football and just play even if like oh I'm I'm gonna be a Nebraska football player there's Mm -hmm. no like like it's gonna happen you know you don't think okay you gotta work hard you gotta be the strong you gotta have these skills you know academics so I just thought you could okay I'm a football player and i'm gonna go to nebraska so i always dreamed of going to nebraska sitting in the stands when i was younger nice. and playing football so yeah i'd probably say my dream was to go to play football at nebraska i never i don't know when i was in little i never nfl or nba or whatever i, oh, I wasn't thinking i was going to go there it was just nebraska football not that saying like i was realistic i just i guess didn't really think that that could happen I don't know. Honestly, yeah, I mean,
0: like, I feel like anyway, like, that's kind of like your dream. Like, it's the same thing. Like, yeah, I just, I thought about, you thinking about playing maybe pro basketball or pro baseball. But it's like, yeah, football, I just thought Nebraska.
1: Yep. Like, I'm just going to, it's going to happen. But then as you get into middle school and then high school and then you start to realize, wow, some of these, there's some damn good athletes out in Omaha and Lincoln. Shoot, that's not even it. So, yeah I think it kind of hit me more as I got uh you know into middle school when did
0: you like when did you know like you know whether you maybe would play for Nebraska or not but you knew you could play college sports like was it in middle school or beginning of high school you thought like I'm gonna play college football or
1: yeah I'd probably say maybe going into high school before I broke my leg, I thought mm-hmm. it was just more realistic you know I wasn't super tiny super big a six foot um you know, I figured, you know, I could at least go play at Midland or Morningside and and not, nothing, yet, like, that would have been awesome, too, but I just thought, okay, it's realistic, I can go play NAIA or go to UNK, so I just thought that was more realistic and something I wanted to do when I got into high school.
0: Yeah, and I think people don't realize, like, college sports is college sports. Yeah, like, yeah. I hated like, there were guys that we went to school with, like, well, if I don't go play D1, I'm not going to go play. It's like, yep. why not? Like, yep. it's still college sports or, like, I think it was more like D2. If they didn't play D two, it was like, dude, NAI is still good. Like Yeah. And I like Division it. Three. Division Three, I don't blame them because they don't give you scholarships. But
1: yeah, yeah, I remember going into was it freshman year? And it's mm-hmm. when um so those guys had just graduated, um, that were going to play at college. Um, so it's probably playing with some kids and playing college, and I was just super humbled. I thought I was a good athlete going in high school, and these kids are gonna play college at Midland Morningside and up in Minnesota and and it's just like wow, this is a whole nother level. So yeah, college basketball is at any level it's a whole different ball game than high school.
0: Oh yeah. I mean like um, I feel like it's like the transition. Like, I remember my brother telling me when he played NAI, mm-hmm. like just like like you said, big transition and it's faster and stronger. Yep. And did you start lifting weights
1: like in middle school then? I think it was more um, like going into freshman. I think the real, like an actual program was going into freshman year for football. Okay. When they, you know, we do the summer lifting program um, with the football team a couple days a week in the morning. So, I Mm -hmm. think I probably joked around in, you know, middle school, like going to the weight room and just like doing curls or doing something dumb or stupid. But I think the actual first time like weights became serious was probably going into freshman year.
0: So, you go into freshman year and uh, you started on the freshman team right at quarterback, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I played so quarterback.
0: What, what, um, you remember what you guys, were you guys pretty good or uh, mediocre? Or?
1: Yeah. I think we were mediocre. I don't remember. I want to say, you know, we went like three and three or four and four. Um, okay. so I do remember winning games I like Lincoln High and Lincoln Southwest or, or Southeast or Norfolk. So I do, we were decent. Um, we weren't off. We didn't, not winning a game. So we were mediocre. Did you uh have a game your freshman year that was just like, wow, I can't believe I played that well. Like Yeah, there's like, probably um, a couple, I don't know if one specific game, but I'm sure you can testify this for like when and you're playing uh football with Special Olympics and you throw a touchdown and it's like a longer pass and it was a good pass and they caught it. And it's just like wow, holy cow like I just did that and they scored a touchdown. It's a pretty cool feeling. So I don't know, remember if it's one specific game, but just like stepping back in, in the pocket and then just throwing a, a touchdown is like, wow, I'm a, no one can touch me now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I've,
0: I don't care if, whether it's tackle or like I play, play flag. Like it's like an incredible feeling. It's, yeah. You know, like, you're the guy that's got the arm. Yeah. And you're, and you're the leader. Like you're playing like middle school football and then freshman football that really teach you how to like lead and become a leader.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's kind of uh, being a, even at whatever level you play football, whether that's LJC football, middle school, high school, and a college, I think playing quarterback is a very humbling position because where's, where's everyone going to look? They look and the huddle to you when there's a pull and you change the play at the line where do they look to you when there's an issue where they look to you and so that carries off onto like the sideline into practice and everywhere so it is very humbling you know people look to you for an answer when really you don't have a lot of answers but it kind of makes you become more of a leader yeah
0: definitely so you go into your freshman year you play good then your sophomore year comes and you're playing jv and how many games did you play on jv before you got hurt
1: yeah, so I think it was the first, so maybe four games, four okay. games. The fourth or fifth game is when I broke my leg. Yeah,
0: you remember the play?
1: Yep, we were playing Lincoln Southwest, and I don't. Was it Coach Jennings or James or yeah, one I think of the James, it, it was, JV? I think yep. Jennings. So it would have been Coach Jennings, and we're on like the three yard line, and there wasn't a specific play we played out of the gun. So and then Juan Marta was the running back or fullback and he was to my left and the play call came in. It was just, Hey Jake, get the snap, take a, like a step back, you know, and then Juan will follow Juan into the left side, right to the left of the center. Mm-hmm. And so I do that and I go to the left and I, and I go hit the center. Well, I step back and then I don't know where, I don't know where Juan went. And so I look to the left and Juan's gone. So I'm just like, Oh shoot. So I just like, try and you still try and punch it in and then two lincoln southwest defenders and one hits me high and one hits me low and they twist me the opposite way and my femur just snaps like it sounded like a piece of wood you know snapping oh wow and so i lay there and i'm just like wow and you know at first like it obviously hurt but you're in shock and then it's like oh my gosh it's so much pain you could flip my leg upside down um i remember chelsea uh the trainer came out and i think this was maybe her first year and she felt my leg and i remember my dad coming on the field and they bring the ambulance out and and then they take me off to the fremont hospital uh where i i'm there for 24 hours until they have the surgery and i remember laying in bed and people come to see me i remember um, Three of my friends came in. And I remember Hunter and Walling came in. And Walling had a bucket and he, I just missed the bucket and I puked all over him. Oh, so God. yeah. I remember laying in the hospital bed and I could flip my leg up and like I could flip my kneecap to the complete opposite side. What? Yeah, that's crazy. It was pretty gross. What'd your dad say to you on the field? Just um, to down or? I don't think he said anything. I, I, he was probably lost for real. I don't really remember him saying anything. I just Mm -hmm. remember Chelsea, the trainer, saying, yep, it's broke. And in my mind, I was like, what's broke? Like, is my leg broke? Is my femur broke? And I didn't even know what your really your femur was. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's
0: like a – I mean, like, what was – So, you felt pain, obviously, right away. But, like, did you, like – I mean, did you, like, at first, did you um, think, like, oh, my – football career is over do you think, Oh, I'm just injured and I'll come back from this.
1: Yeah. You know, when you get injured and you're a 16, 17 year old kid, you just like, Oh, like I'm an injured, I'm going to heal. And then I'll come back. And that wasn't the case for this with my femur. So I had surgery in Fremont the next day and there was no complications with the surgery or anything. Everything went perfectly fine. Um, uh, it went well. And then I was on in a wheelchair for a week and then crutches for a couple months. And so that happened in October and then, you know, come December, um, you know, at that point, you know, supposed so to be making progress, going to physical therapy weekly. And I just wasn't getting stronger. It wasn't healing. And then come, you know, December and January, um, you know, they kind of expected me to not be fully practicing, but, you know, be able to run up and down the basketball court, mm-hmm. be able to, you know, play like half court, you know, come towards the end of basketball season. I probably wasn't gonna play at all, but, you know, in February and March came and they're having me try to participate in drills and I just I couldn't my my leg was I hurt to run it hurt to walk I still I you probably remember I still limped around I couldn't really move like I was supposed to oh, wow. in this recovery and so we go and just get a second we get a look from the doctor in Fremont and it, it wasn't healing right so originally and I don't know, what went wrong? But it was the wrong size of rod, titanium rod, in my leg. Oh. So they had, so we ended up going to Creighton to have it uh, fixed and to put a new rod in my leg. So that happened in October. I was still limping around, like in late May. I couldn't run. So you know, wow. at that point, you're supposed to be making progress, and it wasn't. Dang! Like, so I couldn't do basketball, and I couldn't do any drills. I couldn't do track. I couldn't get ready for football. And yeah, which led up to not my football career ending. Just because wow, just cause that rod.
0: That's yeah, that's really disappointing. Like a bit like were you pretty crushed by that for a like a couple of weeks or how'd you feel?
1: Yeah, I was just frustrated, man, because you know, as you have shared before, just sitting on the on the bench at the reserve and JV games and, mm-hmm. and and you can't even practice, you can't play you're not even close to playing. So you're just, you're just pissed. And it's as a 16 year old kid and you had a lot of emotions and stuff. And so you're just mad. So it wasn't much of a joyful year. Like I still, I still remember like having fun at school and friends and laughing and stuff, but it just, and when basketball and sports are really all like your life and you have to cut it out. It's like, where do you go? What do I do? Yeah. And you were
0: like, the guy, or one of the best guys, like athletes in your grade, should go from being on the top to now, like you're, like you said, you're on the bench, and I bet you weren't even used to that, because you're like, I'm used yeah. to starting, like, yeah. and so, like, when your football career was over, like, well, first off, did they, did they tell you your football career was over
1: after the rod thing happened? No, that wasn't really an option, as I know we'll get into. To more, but the yeah. football career officially ended after the car accident. Okay, so, yeah, so at that time, yep. So at the time, it was just okay. It's your, it's going to heal. Do you you want to play football? You know, do you want to risk yeah. injury? Because at that point, my my motives have changed more. I enjoyed basketball more, so I don't think before that June before June, I don't. I was trying to heal back for basketball. I was oh, just yeah. trying to heal back to, I just, well, dude, I just wanted to walk anything. and run again, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean,
0: um, so at that point, like just like going through the injury, like did you, so you probably knew, like you said, like it didn't heal. Right. So like probably the, the end of basketball scene, like you expected to play like
1: right in January, right. Or February. Right. Yep. Wow. So with football, yeah, I, I broke the leg and I assumed I probably maybe was going to play at the end of basketball, but I assumed Mm -hmm. by the end of the basketball season, I was be able to practice with you guys and just to be at practice and stuff. Uh And then leading into, you know, spring and then summer conditioning, I'll be back. And that was my plan, but that's not what really happened. Yeah.
0: Did they say like what happened to you with the rod? Is that like really like that doesn't happen? The odds of that happening are like really small or something or?
1: Yeah, I'd assume they're pretty small. I mean, there's probably got to go a lot of factors into the size of rod. I mean, I'm guessing you put in. Yeah. Cuz you don't sure. go
0: in thinking like, "Oh, the rod's not going to be good." You think yeah. like, "Oh, I'm going to fix it." And Yeah. Dang, like, yeah. I don't that, uh, like just like the odds of that happening like, you know, some everything happens for a reason, but still like you don't really go in you didn't go into the surgery thinking like, "Oh, I'm going to have all these complications with a rod." Yeah.
1: Yeah. But- yeah, you could even in march or in april you could see the the x-ray and you know it should be a decently healed and it, you could still see the the fracture in there i was like come on hey, heal wow. damn it That's, that <laughs> sucks yeah that decided to be rough yeah well uh
0: thanks for sharing your story jake and we're gonna share more like jake said he's in a car accident we're gonna share that um we'll share more on my story too as well you can check out my episode as well as jake's and we're starting to do this series of just about us and like what we've gone through and the reasoning behind why we started this podcast and like what our, what we've gone through in our lives is a big deal of why we want to interview people that have gone through adversity and overcome it because Jake and I have both done the same going through adversity, whether it's broken femur or you know, dealing with cerebral palsy. So please stay tuned for more on Be Unexpected. You can check us out. On the Be Unexpected YouTube channel at Be Unexpected. You can see us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be Unexpected 100 Instagram page. Well, so thanks for listening to Be Unexpected. See ya later.